Hello, and welcome to my podcast, A Guide for Better Life. I would like to devote this podcast to the following sentence. Because you are breathing, it does not mean that you are alive. You know, butterflies breathe, fish breathe, and so do birds and other animals. It does not mean that they are all alive. They simply exist, but not alive, in the true meaning of consciously living a meaningful life. Let me explain. Simply breathing does not equate to being fully alive. And breathing equates with our existential needs for food, shelter, job, and security. So what is life? Life is asking, how can I help others to fulfill their life? The philosopher Manis Friedman defines it eloquently in the form of the question. Existence is, give me what I need. Life means, how can I be of help to you? The two different levels of living. In the hustle and bustle of our daily lives, it's easy to fall into the trap of focusing on mere existence. Most of us became too preoccupied with their existence, getting absorbed in the race for improve the economic situation. We are operating in what I call autopilot mode that governs our awareness and actions. When we focus too much on existence, we don't have much space for life. Let me point out to a paradox which we experience today. I call it the pseudo-abundance paradox. On one hand, we are living in an age characterized by unprecedented material abundance. The majority of us have food, shelter, jobs, and technology, which enable us to fulfill our material needs with a click of our computer or smartphone. Life has become amazingly easy. But on the other end, the world is in a state of what Gallup Research recently called the epidemic of mental problems. The stunning statistic that Gallup published is that today, four out of 10 adults worldwide experience depression and anxiety. So, we experience material abundance on one hand, but at the same time, we experience mental and spiritual poverty. Depression, anxiety, and negativity are all results of too much emphasis on existence and little or no emphasis on life. It's like over-breathing, which tend to suffocate you. So, how can we individuals identify and cultivate our passions and align them with a sense of purpose? How can we infuse our lives with a deeper sense of aliveness. The stunning effect of focusing more on life 
meaning helping others to live, is that you experience significantly more energy, vitality, and happiness. I would like to share with you a personal story. Two years ago, while doing my daily exercise of walking in the forest near our home, I started to feel sharp pains in my chest. I said to me, well, this is probably not serious and I uh, continue to live. But this phenomena continued the following day and for the next three weeks. And also when I was having lunch or dinner, I felt very, very sharp pains in my chest. So as the situation deteriorates, I went to the doctor and he immediately referred me to the hospital where I went through examinations to really diagnose what is my problem. I recall very vividly when the doctor comes to the room after the examinations and told me bluntly, your arteries are fully clogged at the 95% level. You basically have one week to leave. I was shocked. It was like a bombshell. And he immediately hospitalized me. And after two days, they operated. And for a 13-hour surgery, they replaced all of my arteries with new arteries taken from my right leg. After this exhaustive operation, I was lying in the bed in the hospital and rather having a very, very bleak thoughts about my future. From an active consultant flying all over the world, I was reduced to what? Someone with a heart problem, with a very unclear future of how would I recuperate from this? Will I be able to regain my physical and mental fitness? But very soon, a new thought came to my mind. I said to myself, really I was giving a second chance because in those three weeks, which I denied the pains in my chest, in my heart, I could have gotten a heart attack and really die. So it was a miracle. And a really a good insight came to me. It's like driving your car in the highway and your GPS system, when sees there is a traffic jam or other problem ahead in the road, it sends a message recalculating your route. And basically, I experienced a similar experience. I was given by the universe a second chance to recalculate my life route. And immediately I thought about adopting a new vision of my life because many years alongside my hectic career, I always invested in well-being in order to balance my life. I tried eating 
healthy food, doing exercise. I learned techniques, techniques like meditation, Tai Chi, Qigong, and others in order to balance the life and really living well-being. And so I thought to myself that this crisis is really an opportunity, an opportunity to take a new road, so to speak, in my life. And so I decided to adopt the vision in which I would promote well-being in organizations and companies so they can adopt a healthy and balanced lifestyle and avoid experiencing either mental or physical crisis. So after a few weeks returning back to home, I developed my website and blog. And three months later, I started to present in organizations about well-being and the necessity to invest in well-being. This, the, the, the fulfillment of this life vision gave birth to the podcast, which you're listening right now. And I have to uh, tell you that I am experiencing an amazing, amazing energy, happiness, and fulfillment throughout this process of promoting this life vision. So, I'm advising you to announce your existence by adding more life. There is an ample scientific research that volunteering, meaning helping others, improve one's health, reduce risk of hypertension, high blood pressure, and cardiovascular risks. And this is only the tip of the iceberg. So, I would like to offer you a few practical tips for the new year to enhance your life. The first tip is find purpose for your life. The psychologist Viktor Frankl said, and I quote, if you find a why, you can overcome any types of hows. Which means if you define a life vision, you can overcome any types of difficulties, barriers, and troubles. You're really getting an energy, an amazing energy to fulfill this why. And this insight really helped Viktor Frankl to survive the Auschwitz death camp. And this was his advice for people to really live a meaningful and healthy life. My second tip is ask yourself, what is your vision and mission for your life? I'm not talking about making more money or buying more property. I'm talking about defining a vision for life, for giving to others. Let me give you a simple exercise that will help you in defining your life vision. Find a quiet time and write a statement in which you are 20 years into the future looking backward to the present day. Write down what accomplish would you put down? 
What things you did that will fill your heart with pride, joy, and fulfillment? What things would you consider as defining and meaningful moments in your life? The Indian philosopher Rabinath Tagore said, and I quote, What is not given is lost. Money, material positions, job, they are all pretty transitory. Once you have them, once you lose them, but what stays forever? Tagore profound insight reminds us that the true essence of well-being and happiness lies not just in what we accumulate for ourselves in material things, money, property, etc., but in what we generously give to others by helping them to fulfill their lives. In 20 years, I'll bet with you that you will not recall a presentation you made to a specific client, nor the long hours that you worked in the office, nor the fancy vacation that you spent in an exotic island. I bet you would recall how you made a difference in others' lives, your loved ones, your employees, your colleagues, your community, or the world. The stunning fact is that the mere act of announcing the life of others would allow you, would enable you to experience a profound enrichment in your energy, happiness, and vitality as I experienced fulfilling my life vision. After all, in the act of giving to others, we discover the true abundance of life, which is a significant factor for well-being. So, strive to increase life in your life. My third tip is unplug yourself from the hyper-connected world. Let me share with you stunning statistics. An average adult worldwide invests 6 hours and 58 minutes of screen time per day. And daily screen time has increased by 50 minutes per day since 2013. Moreover, the average American spends 7 hours and 4 minutes looking at the screen every day. Even our um, amount of sleep, meaning the number of hours we sleep, has decreased by two hours, from nine hours to seven hours, compared to 30 years ago. Guess where the two hours go? TV viewing, i.e. Netflix, working late, internet shopping, etc. The amazing factor is that we spend so much time in information <laughs> that really would be obsolete in a very short time instead of investing this precious time in our life. We are really prisoners of our digital technology and we waste our most precious asset in our life, which is time. We practically don't have time for life. I would like to suggest that you think about this ratio. Your life divided by your existence. 
Meaning, how much time you invest per month in your life versus your existence. If this ratio is very small, you are way off balance. You are largely absorbed in your existence and ignoring your life. A very unhealthy recipe for your life. In our hyper-connected world, we should ask ourselves, how can we carve out intentional time to invest in our life? So, start carving out time during your day for relaxation, rest and time to enhance your life and the life of your significant others. As we know, stable relationships are time-dependent and time is really expendable. Devote your weekend to unplug from your smartphone and the rest of the digital screens that clutter your attention and capture your precious time. Spend time with your loved ones, enjoy nature, invest in enjoyable pastime activity, but not work. Make space for life. I would like to thank you for listening. If you enjoy this content and would like to schedule my presentation at your organization, please write to me at orangroup1 at gmail.com. In the new year of 2024, I would like to wish you that you experience more life in your life. See you in my next podcast. Thank you.